Welcome to week 10 of the NFL Report. I am your host, J.D. Holt. You are here for the latest news around the league in the NFL. So let's get right into it. For our top story today, will the Bucks flight being delayed affect their play tomorrow versus Carolina? Now, there's been a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going on in Florida and, you know, it's it's been really tough there. You know, all my prayers go out to all my family and everyone that's living in Florida. Um, I think, yes, I, I truly do think that this could affect how Tampa Bay plays. Um, do I still think that they're going to win the ball game? Um, you'll find that out in my four segment. Um Again, I you know I think I think it also will affect how Tom Brady plays. I mean, watching Tom Brady versus New Orleans, it it was just so, so it was almost like Tom Brady finally reached the edge. You know, I always see a lot of a lot of people talking about you know people like Max Kellerman and saying, "Has Tom Brady reached the edge? Is he done?" Um. You know, I think it's getting close. I really do. And, you know, there was a lot of doubts, you know, with Drew Brees this year. And is it is he falling off? And, you know, again, I, I still think that Drew Brees is a solid quarterback in terms of uh, delivering the ball on time. He's got great timing still, a uh, high percentage of completions. I mean, he's a good quarterback. But with Tom Brady, I mean, essentially versus the New Orleans Saints, it looked like he was just trying to throw the ball up to, to A.B. and hope that someone was over there. Um, again, I, I, I do think that this, this is going to affect Tampa Bay. But, I mean, again, Carolina plays very, very strong against good teams. And Tampa Bay is no slouch of a team. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think I think Tampa Bay is a great team. I mean, they got they got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Tom Brady. And when you have Tom Brady on that roster with Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, you know, I mean, it's Chris Godwin. It's such a great wide receiver core, a great offense. I just think they need to find their rhythm, and it might take a year to find their rhythm. Who knows? They could make a big playoff run. And, you know, I can see them getting getting kicked out the second round, maybe the third. But, you know, again, I think Tampa Bay, I mean, when it comes to playoff time, I mean, you know how Tom Brady is. He's a different kind of beast. I mean, he's a great quarterback. I mean, he's a first ballot, no doubt in my mind, Hall of Famer. Six six Super Bowl rings. I mean, to win six Super Bowl rings in the NFL, it's a lot to do. I mean, it's not like the NBA where you can stack a team and, you know, you can have someone like a LeBron James drive down the drive down the court and, you know, just make a layup and just, you know, overall take over the game. You know, one person in football can't take over the game. But Tom Brady's kind of proven that point where, you know, with him being at quarterback, he can be that guy to take over a game and win you some football games. I think it's going to take a minute for all these players, you know, to find their chemistry. People like Gronk and Tom, I think they got the probably the strongest connection out of all of them. And then next is probably A.B. And, you know, it's been a quiet year for Mike Evans. I mean, Mike Evans, you know, he hasn't really been getting a lot of touches, and that's why I also think, you know, in a future podcast, I'm going to talk about, you know, potential moves that that could happen at the end of the season. And Mike Evans is on that list. I think Tampa Bay, if they can keep Antonio Brown healthy, I can see Tampa Bay moving on from Mike Evans or potentially a Chris Godwin and um, creating a, a more solid just three-man core 
Um, again, I think Tampa Bay is a is a great team, but I do I do believe watching this game tomorrow that it will affect how Tampa Bay plays tomorrow. Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't mind it at all. Um, my, with my next segment, I'm going to be going to are the Raiders and the Dolphins AFC playoff sleepers. Uh, they both of these teams were in my early playoff predictions. Um, I think Miami especially is just so strong. I think they're a great team, just such a great team. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, I mean, he is leading that team to to victories where, I mean, you're just wondering how in the world did he do that uh, against teams like Arizona. I mean, Arizona is no slouch of a team with DeAndre Hopkins. Still think that is one of the craziest trades of all time that Houston did with Arizona uh, and getting David Johnson from Arizona for DeAndre Hopkins. Again, I think Miami is one of those teams where it's like they can potentially go all the way. I mean, that might sound crazy to you guys, but I'm serious. I think they, I think they're just like Las Vegas. I think they can go into any place, anywhere, and win a football game. And and with a rookie quarterback, I mean, it's so, so nuts how all of these rookie quarterbacks are playing so well. Herbert, the Chargers shouldn't be two and six. They, you know, they should, they should be in the five and four, five and three record, something around there, six and six and two, six and three. I mean, that's where they should be. Um, again, do I think the Chargers are a great team? Yes, but do it's really the coaching. And if you take uh, Lynn out at coaching, I think the Chargers are a better football team. Uh, I think they're going to be in search for a new head coach after the season if the Chargers continue to lose games. But again, though, when they're losing these games, it's not like they're far coming from behind. It's They're up. I mean, they're not big in these games, and they're just blowing leads. Uh, you know, And I just think that's very interesting for the Chargers. But again, going back to Miami, I think Miami is such a talented team. I think their defense, there are some dogs. They like to get after it. They, you know, they're just they're just overall a solid team with a lot of great uh, veterans on their team, like Kyle Van Noy. You know, Kyle Van Noy is a great linebacker, a great edge threat. I mean, he, you know, he's very solid, and I think that's what's going to help them the most is their defense. And I can't wait to see Las Vegas and Miami square off. I believe it's going to be in week 15. It's going to be very interesting, very cool game to watch. Uh, now, talking about the Raiders, I mean, you you talk about the Raiders and you you think about their offense, and their offense is just so special with Nelson Aguilar, who's playing like a stud. Um, you know, I think I think this is going to be, you know, a great year for the Raiders if they can just be able to ha- have their defense step up. Uh, I think they need to get to the quarterback a lot more. Um, you know, Max Crosby, Cleveland Farrell, uh, they need to be able to get to the quarterback. And uh, Cleveland Farrell definitely has improved since last year. I mean, people are, were very questioned, you know, about that pick at number four uh, that the Raiders did. But that was their man, and that's who they wanted. So, I mean, they, they to their mind, they, they liked the pick. And to a lot of other people's minds, it wasn't a good pick. Uh, in my opinion, you know, I think it's still trying to be settled out. Still, I think we don't know who he truly is just yet. Um, Max Crosby, though, for, a, for I believe, a third-round pick, um, a really solid player. Um, 
he had about, I believe, thir- 13 or 12 sacks last year. I mean, I'll be honest. I think he should have won Rookie of the Year over Nick Bosa. And that might sound crazy, too. But, I mean, if you look at the stats, he beat Nick Bosa on every single stat that a defensive end needs to have. And that's what I think was interesting. I think it's more of a big name value and where you're picked, you know, in the NFL today. Like, for example, Kyler Murray over Josh Jacobs. Kyler Murray shouldn't have won Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, He shouldn't have. It should have been Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs had 1,100 yards or 1,000 yards rushing in 14 games. He sat out the last three. And Kyler Murray, the last three weeks when Jacobs was out, threw six picks and only two touchdowns. I think Josh Jacobs was robbed of that, as a lot of Max Crosby was robbed of that. But again, uh, I believe that the Raiders are definitely one of the top sleeper picks if they can if they can get into the playoffs. Um, they're beating teams like the Chiefs, the Saints. I mean, they're going and competing with these teams and beating them. I mean, the Chiefs are no slack of a team. They just won the Super Bowl. Uh, again, I think that's that's another interesting, uh, you know, an interesting concept of who are the top sleepers. Because I, I I'll say this: I love sleeper picks. I think I think that's what makes the NFL so interesting. Is there's a lot of great teams that that can form a bond together and go play some good football. And you know, that's why I think the Dolphins and the Raiders are the top teams for me that are that are my favorite sleepers in the NFL. Even in the NFC, I think that I think even the Dolphins and the Raiders are better than any team in the AFC and the NFC, and I, that won't change my mind at all. With my third segment, I'm going to be talking about Josh Norman gets COVID, and he was put on the list today, reported by the team in Buffalo, and I'm going to tell you why he's so important to that Buffalo team. Now, you look at like the Raiders with Jonathan Abram, and Jonathan Abram is is you know, he can kind of get a little – he's like a headhunter. You know, he, he likes to put his body on the line for the team, and I think that's what juices up the team. And Josh Norman is that guy who talks the talk and he can walk the walk. A lot of people haven't been talking about Josh Norman. I mean, Josh Norman's been kind of slept on over the past couple of years. Uh, he's been hurt. But, I mean, I think Josh Norman brings the swagger to this – to this uh, Buffalo Bills defense. I mean, we saw it with with uh, Carolina. I mean, he brought the swagger with Carolina. And that's really how he got his name. And also, you know, the fights with OBJ. I think he can get in people's heads. And I think that's really huge to be able to do is to get into your opponent's head and be able to control them, you know, with just being able to control them and control their mental state throughout the game. And I think that's really huge. And I think Buffalo losing Josh Norman this weekend is huge because their defense has played really well and their offense has played amazing. I mean, they, they beat Seattle 44-34. I mean, it was, a, it was a dueling match. But, again, Josh Norman, you know, you didn't hear about DK Metcalf that week. You didn't because of that man, Josh Norman. And I think Josh Norman's one of the most, you know, one of the most underrated cornerbacks. I would have loved him. Love to see him in many places. Uh, I think Miami right now could use someone like Josh Norman. Uh, I think the Raiders could use someone like Josh Norman. Uh, I think I think having having guys that can bring the swagger on the field and and that can bring 
you know, bring just the overall mental state of the team and just raise it, raise it up, I think is so, so key. And uh, it's very, very rare to find. That's why I think Jonathan Amos is going to work out very well for the Raiders in Las Vegas. Now, for the fourth and final segment, we're going to go into my picks. You know, this is probably one of my favorite, favorite things to do on a pre-Sunday. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I love doing these kinds of picks. I, I love picking the upsets. I think this is a good week and a, a lot of great upsets here. Um, but I only had to pick two, so let's get, let's get to it. So for the first game, we got the Eagles versus the New York Giants. Uh, I got Philadelphia. I think Carson Wentz is going to blow New York out. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, it's just so hard to tell with these NFC East teams, man. They they can be they can be hot, and they can be really cold, and that's where it's kind of hard to pick between the two. But I'm going Philly. Uh, Jacksonville versus Green Bay should be a no doubter. Minshew's out. Minshew mania is out. Um, so I'm going Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is just too much for them. Uh, next game we got Washington versus Detroit. Uh, I'm going to go with Detroit. I think Detroit I think Detroit is going to is going to come out with the win. I think uh Washington's defense has kind of been slacking over the last couple weeks. Chase Young's a baller though, man. Man, is he a baller? I I really do like Chase Young out of Ohio State. He's a he's a he's a great find for them. And I think uh I think he's going to turn out very well in Washington. Washington's got themselves a diamond over there and they need to they need to keep it keep it that way. Uh next game we got Houston versus Cleveland. Ding 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 ding. Houston's winning this game. You can book it. Houston's going to win this game against Cleveland. Uh Nick Chubb I believe is questionable for this week's game. Um I I think with the Cleveland without OBJ, it's very tough for them to go out and win some ball games. Um you know, you see it with the Raiders in Cleveland. They the Baker Mayfield couldn't really get the get the ball out and it was just really tough for them. So I'm going to go I'm going to go with Houston with the upset there. Tim versus Carolina. Going back to the first segment, I think the flight's going to affect their play, but I'm still going Tampa Bay. I have faith in Tom Brady that he's going to come out there and he's going to sling the rock to AB and AB's going to finally be able to show what he's got. Uh next game we got the LA Chargers versus Miami. I am going to go with the L.A. Chargers. You might think that's an upset, but it's not. I'll tell you why. Because I think the Chargers, are their record, again, I think they're misinterpreted. I think Justin Herbert's the real deal. And I just think that if they got a better coaching staff, they can win some more ball games. So I'm going to go L.A. Next game, we got Denver versus Las Vegas. I'm going to go Las Vegas. I think uh, I don't think Denver's just – I think Denver's just too hurt. I think Denver's just it's just they're just a hard team, you know. I mean, division rivals, so we're you know we'll see how that turns out. But um, again, I still think Denver is not gonna be able to compete with Las Vegas in terms of just being too hurt. Next game we got Buffalo versus Arizona, and I'm gonna go Arizona. I think Arizona's gonna be at home, and they're gonna be able to run the ball efficiently versus Buffalo because their defense has been really suspect. Uh, and I think D-Hop's going to go up for at least 100 yards uh, receiving. Next game, we got San Francisco versus New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to go New Orleans. I think New Orleans just kills San Francisco. I mean, San Francisco barely has a football team anymore. I haven't 
heard any Niner fans talking about San Francisco. So, you know, again, I think they're, I think that, I think after I, I I'm going to be honest, I think you're, you're going to start to see with San Francisco is I think is they're going to start to turn into the Falcons and it sucks to say that, but I think they're going to turn into the Falcons and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in San Francisco. I think coaches are going to be fired. People are going to be cut. I guarantee you will not see Jimmy G next year in San Francisco. Next game, we got Seattle versus LA, the LA Rams. I'm going Seattle. I don't think the Rams are legit. I think they're just a phony team in the division. Um, yeah, I just don't think I don't think the LA Rams got it. Uh, uh, Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh. Ding, 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 ding. That is the other upset of the week. Cincinnati will beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. It's going to happen. Joe, uh, Joe Burrow is going to come out, sling the rock. They're going to beat Pittsburgh after watching Pittsburgh last week versus Dallas. Again, I don't think they've played anyone. So, you know, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Uh, next team, we got Baltimore versus New England. I'm going to go Baltimore. I don't think Cam's going to be able to carry uh, carry the team against Baltimore. I think Baltimore's too good of a football team. Uh, I think coaching-wise, you know, a good matchup coaching wise obviously you got to give it a bill belichick but i don't think if it would it'd be a different story if tom brady was that quarterback but i think baltimore is going to ultimately win this game and for the last game of the week it's minnesota versus chicago and i'm going chicago beating minnesota um i just think chicago's defense is too good uh you know kirk cousins is going to look lost out there uh but again i think khalil mack is going to get to the quarterback a lot and uh, I'm guaranteeing you he's going to get at least one strip sack and it's going to be recovered by, by Chicago. And that's going to ultimately turn the game around. So I just want to thank you guys for, for listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Appreciate all the viewers giving me feedback. Um, again, thank you guys so much. And I will see you on the next one. Peace. Hello, and welcome to the NFL Report. I am your host, Jacob Holt. I got three main topics for us today, and let's just get right into it. With our first story, we're going to go over the the Week 11 Power Rankings because I believe that these are very important to discuss this week. Now, coming in number one, we got Kansas City. Again, they deserve to be here. Um, You know, they're the best team, in my opinion, in the NFL. I don't think Pittsburgh's legit yet. Again, I believe that they deserve to be number one. Uh, Coming in at number two, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, I don't think they should be in number two just simply based off their record. Um, You know, I mean, yes, their record is 9-0, but they've played scrubs. I mean, they just beat the Bengals. I mean, congrats. They played the Cowboys. They played the Jags. I mean, you know, again, I don't think Pittsburgh deserves to be in the top two. Uh, Coming in at number three, we got the New Orleans Saints. Again, you know, uh, you know, and now with Drew Brees being out, I think they're going to drop a couple ranks in the next coming weeks. Uh, James Wilson will take over this week, though, and uh, exciting to see what he can do. Uh, it's going to be really awesome to see James Wilson back in the starting rotation. Uh, coming in at number four, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, I mean, what can you say? I mean, Ronald Jones rushing for 98, a 98-yard touchdown, only the third running back to ever do that. Uh, and what can you say about Tom Brady? I mean, he's just the stat stuffer. I mean, he is just so good at what he does. And, uh, you know, every game you watch with Tom Brady, he's just so, so exciting to watch. 
Coming in under number five with the Green Bay Packers. Again, not a lot to say about Green Bay. I believe they deserve to be in the top five. And uh, I think they're good where they're at. Uh, coming in at number six, we have the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Baltimore, you know, again, I think they're starting to become a little bit too plain. And they're coming in as, you know, these... I, I almost feel like they're underdogs in certain games. So, you know, again, uh, I believe Baltimore is going to start falling off here, in my opinion. I think I think teams are starting to crack on what they're doing. Uh, coming in at number seven, we got the Buffalo Bills. Uh, horrible loss against Arizona. I mean, that that was just really upsetting. Um, you know, for Bal- for Buffalo fans, uh, you know, tough loss. What a play by DeAndre Hopkins uh, at the end of the game. Uh, coming in at number eight, we got the Las Vegas Raiders ca- cracking into the top eight. Um, I mean, what a win for them uh, last weekend versus the Denver Broncos. I mean, just running it down their throat. Josh Jacobs with the 100-yard game and Devontae Booker with 12 carries for 80 yards, rushing in two touchdowns, along with Josh Jacobs having two touchdowns. Again, big game this week versus Kansas City. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. Uh, coming in at number nine, we got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, what a throw by Murray to Hopkins. I mean, again, just so crazy that DeAndre Hopkins got traded to the Cardinals. Um, I mean, great, good. You know, they, they have a tough test this weekend. Uh, so I can't wait to see what they can do uh, this week. Um, coming in at number 10 in the final spot in the top 10, we got the LA Rams. Uh, again, they're starting to come alive. And, um, you know, it's it's going to be a, a, a you know a crazy race for for the NFC West. Um it's going to be very interesting to watch and I can't wait to see how this that that conference or that division rather ends. With our next topic we got my top 5 games of the week. Uh we got Arizona versus Seattle as the first one. Um again, big game for both teams uh division rivals. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona, I think Arizona is still the underdog in this game, but that's if Russell Wilson can step it up and win the, in a play as his MVP form. Uh, for the next game, we got Kansas city versus Las Vegas. Uh, very interesting matchup here. Uh, there has been news around the NFL and I'm going to go into this for a minute. The Raiders eight out of their 11 defensive starters are on the COVID-19 close contact reserve list. Again, I mean, this is tough for Las Vegas. I mean, they're starting to they're they're on a three game win streak. Uh, they beat Cleveland by ten in Cleveland during the snowstorm and rain and all that, fifty mile an hour winds. They go into L.A. and they beat the Chargers with Isaiah Johnson breaking up the uh, back right corner of the end zone, breaking it up for the win. Um, then. You have them going and just dismantling the Broncos. I mean, you could almost say that that's a, that was a bye week for Denver. I mean, for the Raiders against Denver because Denver stinks. So, again, Kansas City, Las Vegas, big game this weekend for both teams. Uh, next game, we got Tennessee versus Baltimore. Uh, again, I think Tennessee might pull out the win on this one. I don't know. Baltimore, I mean, Tennessee's got a good enough defense to shut them down. So, Gonna be very interesting. Interesting to see that game as well. Uh, next game after that, we got Green Bay versus Indianapolis. Uh, you know, again, this is gonna be a tough test. I think a a, a big factor here is Aaron Rodgers, and uh, we're gonna see how that game kind of turns out as well. It's gonna be interesting to see Aaron Rodgers versus Bill Rivers. Good matchup. Uh, the game after this, my last uh, top five 
games of the week. For the last game, we got the L.A. Rams versus Tampa Bay. Uh, L.A. Rams are starting to get hot a little bit, and Tampa Bay is, you know, trying to figure out the chemistry, I still think, a little bit, even though coming off a big win. Um, again, I think Tampa Bay uh, is a great football team. You know, uh, Tom Brady and those boys, uh, you know, Gronk, A.B., Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. I mean, a great, great offense. And Ronald Jones, I mean, how can you forget Ronald Jones? So, great offense for Tampa Bay. It's going to be very interesting to see how that turns out as well. All right, so my last and final topic of today's podcast, we're going to go over the X Factors. Now, with game one, which would be Arizona versus Seattle, I think Russell Wilson is the biggest X Factor of the week for them. And the reason why I say that is because Russell Wilson – I believe if he can turn on the MVP form, he will blow out Arizona. I truly believe that. I don't think Arizona will be able to keep up with them. Uh, Again, I think Seattle uh, is a good football team. Their defense is just pitiful, but I believe Russell Wilson can make up for that. Uh, Game two, we're going to go into Kansas City and Las Vegas. Uh, I believe the X factor for that game is Josh Jacobs. I think if the Raiders can be able to hold the ball and run the ball efficiently against Kansas City, I believe they have a chance to win this football game and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sidelines. And Josh Jacobs has been able to do that, and he did that in the first meeting uh, when they met. So, again, big game for the Raiders this weekend, big game for Josh Jacobs. I believe that John Gruden is going to call his number a lot this week. Can't wait to watch that game. I, I think it's going to be interesting if their whole Raiders defense is active and none of them have COVID. So, again, going to be very interesting. Game three, Tennessee versus Baltimore. I think, again, Lamar Jackson is the X factor for them this week because if Lamar Jackson doesn't, you know, sling the ball down the field or just make plays, I don't think that they're going to win this game because I think Tennessee, again, a great clock management team, and they can slow down the pace and keep and keep Lamar Jackson off the field. And lately, I'd honestly say you want Lamar Jackson on the field for how bad he's been playing. So, again, uh, it's going to be an interesting game to watch. Uh, next game, game four, we have Green Bay versus Indianapolis. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Aaron Rodgers. I believe Aaron Rodgers with his current team right now is kind of like Derek Carr and the Raiders. Um, it's like if Aaron Rodgers does very well, um, the Green Bay Packers are going to also, whether that be defensively or offensively. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers has that effect, kind of like how Derek Carr does. Uh, I believe they're both leaders on the on their teams, and they're both great leaders off the field and on the field. So, again, I think it's a big game for for Green Bay as long with as well as Indianapolis. So. Could be a very, very uh, close game, and I think I might have to give the edge to Green Bay. Uh, With the last game for my top five, we have the L.A. Rams versus Tampa Bay. I'm going to have to go with, for game five, I'm going with the Rams defense. I believe if if they can swarm Tom Brady and almost suffocate him to where he cannot think straight, because we've all been seeing with Tom Brady... Lately, he hasn't been able to to really comprehend, I believe, Bruce Arians, you know, style of play. So, again, I think if Tom Brady, you know, if 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 he gets suffocated by them boys over there in L.A., Aaron Donald, 
Um, you know, they got some boys over there. And uh, again, I think I think the Rams could almost take this one too. But if they don't apply pressure to Tom Brady, I think Tom Brady's going to throw for at least 300 yards and maybe four, three touchdowns. That's how good this is. And again, key matchups to look at, though. Jalen Ramsey versus Antonio Brown or wherever they line up Ramsey, whether that be on Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. You know, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that game plays out. So I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and hearing what I have to say. It really does go a long way. I appreciate everything that you guys are doing for me. I appreciate all the love. Uh, until next Saturday, I will see you then. Uh, it should be out around my next podcast, be at around 11 o'clock, uh, just as this one's going to be released. 11 o'clock Pacific time. So again, for you East Coast people, uh, you can listen to my podcast in the morning. So I greatly appreciate it, y'all, and I will be signing out.